this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Nerds with Friends. My name is Cody Leach. I'm joined by Mr. Seamus Calder. How you doing, sir? Hello. 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 Uh, first episode back since uh since Comic Con last week. They, sorry it's a little bit late, but we wanted to do uh we had uh Christian had a little family stuff, so he won't be here today. Um and also we, I wanted to see Ant Man before we did the show. So a little Me bit too. Late. <laughs> yeah, but uh I, one of us succeeded. One of us did it. One of us did it, that's for sure. Um we have a lot to talk about. I'll give you a rundown of everything, all the sights, sounds, and smells of Comic-Con. A lot of smells, I'm assuming. A lot of smells. A lot of smells. A lot of body odor. Body odor. Yeah, you trap several hundred people in a convention Ooh. center for a hot, sweaty weekend. You're going to smell some things. Yeah, especially people who aren't used to physical activity very much, you know. Yeah, it's a, get a, little, a little musty in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, before that, let's do some nerdy confessions. Seamus, would you like to go first? Or would you like? To I don't know. We should start. Oh. There's no one to debate with here. No one to okay. debate with. I guess I will go first. All right, go ahead. Uh, so, oh, okay. Uh, so, BoJack Horseman, the oh, Netflix original season series, two just started up. Yeah. Season two came out uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. I've already watched it all. Whoa, really? Uh, it's I think it was twelve episodes. So it's yeah, that's not, twelve. That's it's not that in six hours worth. Yeah, of it's Bojack. not that. And it's not that insane. It's just kind of insane. That's uh, good, right? It's really good. I was, I was, I'm, I'm glad that season two is holding up so far. Because when they ended season one, I thought there's no topping that. You know, it's they, they oh, it, very, very well, nicely. And what I liked up. was the first season. Like it took me a minute to get into it because I thought it was. Just, it's just like uh, I I couldn't quite tell what they were trying to do. The first couple episodes, it seems like uh, it's stupid jokes, not that interesting. Yeah. And then it started getting like really heavy and emotional and serious. Yeah. And it ended just like, oh, fuck, that was so good. Yeah, And exactly. season two picks it right back up. Right, yeah, and they started right off with some good stuff in there. I was uh, pleasantly surprised. I'm like three episodes, four episodes in. But, yeah, it's good stuff. I, I enjoyed it. It really is. It's uh, it's really weird that a cartoon with such – it's kind of like – it's kind of brilliant for it. The fact that, like, the, the show has so many just, like, stupid – they're animals – Stupid Hollywood celebrity jokes. Like, yeah. there's so many just throwaway stupid jokes that are, you know, funny and amusing. I like uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and his sister Maggot Gyllenhaal, and she's actually like a maggot. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the the running Andrew Garfield joke from last season that he, he yeah. hates Mondays and yeah <laughs> likes lasagna. That it's, it, I hate Mondays. Wait, so Andrew Garfield hates Mondays? Yeah, <laughs> no, but it's 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 amusing. It's 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 got like these stupid little jokes, and you're just like, oh, that, okay. And everyone's animals. So you think it's gonna be weird, and then it's just like this really, really well done story of like depression and loneliness. Yeah, exactly. And it's and he, you know, he, you know, he doesn't always end up with you know the people he wants to, and 
how th- it doesn't wrap up really nicely. It's, some of it's just like sad and depressing, and that's just like that's how life is sometimes. Well, it's like the the episode last season when they when they show the clip where a uh, secretariat gets read the note that he wrote to him, and they show it again at the beginning of the first episode in the second season when <laughs> yeah. he's like, it's like a stupid joke and it's funny, and then he's like. You know, I like playing, and I think I'm a good kid and stuff, but I get really sad sometimes. Do you ever get sad? And then it shows yeah. Secretary at killing himself, and it was just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and then and everything, like, the second season really sticks with this, is that everything that happens to him is very, like, realistic. This is all stuff yeah. that's kind of, like, he re- if, he's, if he acts a certain way, people don't, like, randomly wrap it up in half an hour or forgive him. It's like it carries over. Yeah, it does. And it, it's surprising that... With a show that's that random, that there is stuff that carries over like that, and like for a cartoon that's dumb and about animals and living in a human world and stuff, there's there's actually plot lines going on that are interesting and yeah. characters also, who are you know yeah. intriguing and, and stuff. also just props that closing credits theme. I think it's oh, it's so I think good. it's group love. Is it? Yeah, I don't know. But it's so it good. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? it's? It's a song about like I was on a TV show in the nineties. So good. It's the, the fact. Yeah, did you watch the Christmas special that they did? That I was did. Actually, yeah. an episode of Horsing Around. Horsing Around. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> I love when he's trying to act as secretary, and, and you're like, okay, so you're sad, you're depressed, and the guy's coming in to check on you, and you're asking, you know, you know what are you doing here? What are you? What doing? are you doing here? <laughs> and he can't stop doing like the daytime sitcom like what are you doing here so i i i found this out because i read somebody posting about it on um reddit was uh apparently every single episode of the second season somebody says what are you doing here oh really yeah that's just like a running joke interesting interesting i like little stuff like that it is they throw in so many like little jokes that like it's it's actually worth re-watching yeah well my uh nerdy confession is uh also cartoon related um I had watched a pilot episode of the show a while back when it first came out, and I liked it, and I thought it was kind of cool, but then I never watched it again. But I just burned through the f- whole first season of Rick and Morty. Oh. That show is fan yeah, Welcome, welcome to the party. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's so good. And, like, first of all, like, you know. Jeez, uh, Rick, 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 I don't know. Uh, Rick, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Come on, come on, Morty. So originally it was it was actually going to be Doc and Marty. Yeah, I can. I can you can see, tell. Yeah, because I mean, Rick has clearly changed enough, but M- Morty is very much like a really bad Mar- uh, Marty, oh, Marty McFly, McFly impression. Sure. Just no, like just the voice is like yeah. that's like a really bad impersonation of Michael J. Fox. Yeah, totally. And like you know, he's always like the unwilling assistant in all these experiments and adventures and stuff. Um, but yeah, so basically it's a cartoon on Adult Swim where, um, you know, a, a grandfather moves in with his, uh, with his daughter and her son, um, who is named Morty and, um, the grandfather's like a genius, but he's also like a drunken idiot kind of thing. Yeah. And um, it's from Dan Harmon, creator of Community. Right. Exactly. Harmontown. Just super funny guy. Yeah, exactly. And I didn't know that he was involved and now that I see that it makes sense more. Um, but, uh, yeah, really, really funny. And I didn't realize how adult adult swim can get you know yeah because there is you know i'm cracking up in my room listening to stuff but there's like jokes where um where um his like morty's dad is fighting off these like zombie monster things with his with his mom and um 
he's he's like shooting people with a shotgun. He's like, God, it just feels like this shotgun is my penis. She's like, Well, if that shotgun was your penis, call me Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> and I was like, Whoa! First of all, that's a blowjob joke. Second of all, that's a suicide joke. All in one. Well done. Well done. That. And it's just like there's a lot of like really really mature stuff in there. Um, that, I, like, I like when when Morty has a crush on the girl in the like in, in amusement park in the in the guy's body. And, yeah. And, uh, it's, don't, don't worry. She's a she's a bloated vagina. <laughs> yeah, she's a bloated vagina. He's like, what? Well, I, I want to see what that's about. She's like, you can use my you can use your fingers wherever you want. And I was like, whoa, this is, this is yeah, yeah. But I was like, this is a funny show, and it's all about their crazy adventures, and um, you know. It doesn't make very much sense, like a lot of these things that they go on. They're going through different dimensions and stuff, but uh, but hilariously, hilariously funny. So Rick and Morty, check that out. And like then, if you didn't already know, Rick and Morty was amazing. Yeah. Get get on it. Yeah, it was it was definitely great, and I'm excited to see what they do next. I've also I've been watching a lot of cartoons lately, and I'm not a big cartoon uh, guy normally. I mean, I, I like them, but some people live on them now and um I've never been really like that and I've been watching a lot of it like Adventure Time and uh Rick and Morty and BoJack Horseman it's been yeah. a big cartoon fest for me lately Yeah I just I just in the last week I finally I just watched all of Steven Universe oh, I yeah. just recently discovered I oh, Yeah I've, I've never watched any of and that And then Gravity Falls just came back on What I like is that we're getting a lot of shows nowadays like Adventure Time really broke the mold on it is where like Adventure Time is funny and it's for kids sometimes yeah but then there are episodes that are like really deep world building all about character development it's just a good show for anybody exactly like they're not they're not kids shows they actually like it's it's a cartoon medium for a regular show yeah well back in the 90s we used to get stuff like Rocco's Modern Life where they were intentionally trying Rin and Stimpy yeah and so that what they were doing was they were making stuff that was like stupid on the surface and then there was a bunch of subtle jokes that were for the parents who had to watch it with their kids that kind of stuff now it's actually like we're getting cartoons that parents love more than the kids yeah exactly. i mean at the same time the kids love it but like i think uh adventure time's up for an episode this this year um they're up for an emmy oh really for uh for an episode where it's jake the brick jake decides he wants to be a brick it's all about philosophy and like existence huh. and shit it's super good but it's like that's not a kid's episode that's a super it's an incredibly smart episode yeah and it's such a funny premise and it's about like stupid stuff like bunnies uh he's got a radio show and he's just narrating what he's seeing and it's yeah, it's ridiculous, some, and so it's funny, and like you can see how kids would like it, but like just on the like once you watch it, you're like that was really uh, smart. I also love that like Maria Bamford does a lot of voices on it and stuff. Like they're so good. There's so many good comedians and stuff doing voices in that show. Yeah, same thing with Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty is exactly. Lovely. But you know, in Adventure Time also does a lot of a thing that's interesting, which is they kill characters. Characters have died off on that show. Yeah. Uh, same thing with you know Steven Universe, like. It gets dark. In fact, a lot of it seems to be like an allegory for lesbianism or sex or something. Yeah. It's really it's there's a lot of stuff going on there that I uh, can't quite explain. Gender politics really come into play. Yeah. Um, and then you got Gravity Falls, which is like it's like little kid X Files. Yeah. Like there's mysteries. There's episodes that are stupid and just like slapstick, and there's episodes that are just like that was really just heartfelt and sweet mm-hmm. and good. And I it's like all it. like deep rooted mysteries. You know what my favorite thing to do right now is um, is I'll alternate between episodes of Adventure Time and Seinfeld. If you're not happy after doing that, you're dead inside. I don't know. Are we talking like last season of Seinfeld? No, I'm talking like I'm. I've started over from the beginning. Oh, okay. But every once in a while, you know, I need to break up the Seinfeld, and so I I watch like a 12 minute episode of Adventure Time, 
and it's like it's perfect you're just like oh so good so happy and then and then you go back to seinfeld and it's even better (laughs) good palate cleanser that's a good call we should recommend that to bojack horseman yeah Mm -hmm. because of his depression right yeah i mean definitely break it and what's cool about adventure time is it's 12 minute episodes yeah i can watch a quick one before i go to work and stuff like that you know it's real nice have you checked out regular show i have not but he keeps suggesting that regular show and adventure time get shown in the same block they came out at the same time yeah regular show is really good uh the trick to really enjoying it is just realize that every time they're drinking beer or they're drinking soda on that show they're drinking beer yeah um and every time i haven't quite figured out what the illusion for what they're the way they allude to them being really high is, yeah. but just assume they're really high all the time. Yeah, makes sense. It also stems from a cartoon that the J, uh, lead animator made when he was in college that is called Two at the AMPM, about two guys working at the AMPM tripping balls on acid. Oh, that's cool. And the character designs come from what they see when they're tripping balls. Makes sense. So there's a good chance that this whole show is them just tripping balls. Interesting. Interesting. Also, a lot of people randomly die on that, and they never address it. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I know. That's funny. Where th- and there's some serious stuff that happens on like Adventure Time. Like they definitely kill people and stuff, and things die and stuff. But, yeah. You know, oh, and they've also like they've expanded that world to like explain like the religions of the world, the concepts of death, like yeah. all of this stuff. It's really interesting. Smart, smart it's cartoons, smart. even though they're dumb, but still smart. Well, we got a lot to talk about as far as Comic Con goes in. Fortunately, you didn't get to go with me, but yeah, uh, like every time you describe what you saw, there there will be light sobbing. If you want to mute my mic <laughs> yeah. while you start talking, that'd probably be. I'll I'll try not to save save my mask. I won't image. I won't paint a picture with my words as much as I as I could to save no. You, I mean, save you from I don't want to. I don't want our view. I want our listeners to get the full experience. <laughs> you should paint paint your pictures. Just mute my mic so i can gotcha. you know maintain my Your masculine impression soft soft crying in the background uh that's shameless cool well um well i guess before i we start uh i should say that i did see ant-man uh we'll talk a little bit more about it uh next week or two weeks um once people have had more of a chance to see it but definitely go out and see it it's excellent. There's uh, two after the credit scenes, so make sure you stay for both. So I take it there's one like mid credits and then one very end of the credits. Precisely. There's one that has to do with the movie and one that has to do with the Marvel universe, which is normally how they kind of run That's... those things. Um, great stuff. Uh, super funny, um, but also has some great, great action scenes. And I would actually recommend seeing it in 3D. Not all, not all of the uh, Marvel movies you have to, but. This one definitely benefits from it, having the ants and stuff like that. Yeah, it's yeah. It's really, really cool. So uh, check that out. Uh, but yeah, let's talk San Diego Comic-Con 2015. Um, SDCC 15. SDCC hashtag. Um, so uh, I posted a few pictures on our Instagram. Hope everyone liked that. Um, and you can check those out at our website, nerdswithfriendspodcast.com. Also click through any Amazon stuff uh, if you did that Prime Day. That was Prime Day vastly overwhelming, too. Did you ever check that out? Yeah, I, I looked at it and then felt bad about not having any money. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, the the best deal I saw in there was some, like, Bose headphones for half off. I'm like, that's pretty sweet. But it besides is. that, everything else was, like, stupid. It's like, hey, check out this one CD. I'm like, I don't want that CD. You know, there's a lot of BS on there. But if you do shop on Amazon, make sure you click through the little banner on our website. It does help us out. Um, it pays for this podcast, which is kind of nice, so I don't have to pay for it all the time. Um, so please do that. Bookmark it. Save it in your computer. That way, every time you go to Amazon, it's helping us out. It doesn't cost anything. I know Amazon so. always tries to get you to go to smile.amazon so you can donate to the St. Jude's Hospital, yeah. but they're doing fine. Those kids get enough money. 
All right. Oh, we're going to hell. I know. I I always donate to St. Jude's every year around Christmas time. I actually guilty conscience. <laughs> sad confession. Um, I have a thing on my uh, Google Chrome that anytime I go to Amazon, it'll automatically put it onto the Smile one. Oh yeah. So it's I anytime I use Amazon, I will donate to St. Jude's. I haven't been able to turn it off to be able to use ours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just just email Amazon. Excuse me, how do I stop donating to St. Jude's? Well, it's, I think I figured it out like about a week ago. I was trying; I was going to buy something, and I thought I figured it out. And then I just was like, "I could turn it." Mm, mm, I'm not. Mm, next time, I feel like I'm going to turn this off, and like a meteor is going to hit me. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But you could do cool stuff on there, like you can buy everything on Amazon. So if you're buying pretty, something pretty much. that's a charitable item, you can buy it through Amazon and help both the charity and us. So it's pretty cool. Also, if you do Audible Books, Amazon Prime, any of that good stuff, too, if you buy it through our website, it helps us out immensely. So we do appreciate that. And we want to see some weird stuff on there. So please order weird stuff. Get all your uh, butt plugs and uh, dildos. and But not you know not just weird sex things. Please, not if you wanna, just weird stuff. You can, but... buy, you can buy a thousand ladybugs for $25 on Amazon. Yeah. If somebody you, can buy, wants... you can buy a queen bee. Buy queen you, know bee. you can buy dead bugs on Amazon. For like you bug collections. probably buy used underwear, and if not, we should start that business. You watched Origins of the New Black, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yep. Yep. That's a good idea. They probably have it. Yeah, prob- they probably have Origins of the New Black licensed underwear. I'm actually surprised that hasn't sprung up yet. Yeah, I know. It's just solid, good business. Anyway, let's talk uh, Comic-Con. Enough Amazon plugs, though it does help us out. I mean, so I think, please, you know, please do that. Please if do we that. could talk please Amazon... Or, I'm sorry, I meant to say Comic-Con. If we could talk Comic-Con <laughs> and just randomly slip in some Amazon plugs, I don't think anybody will. Hey, there was a lot of uh, Comic-Con exclusives this year. If you buy any of those through Amazon, click do, through our banner. Do they have them exclusively through Amazon now? No, but you mm. can. But people sell their stuff on Amazon. That's right, you can buy other people's so shit. if you missed out this year, you know, if you missed out on that uh, Dragon uh, or uh, Power Rangers Black Saba knife. Oh, yeah. Or the Magic the Gathering set. If you want to buy those uh, through Amazon, click through our website. It really helps us. But let's talk about some of these amazing, amazing things that have come out. Um, where do you want to start first? Let's, well, go, let's go alphabetical. So Batman. Uh, that would be Ash versus the Evil Dead. Never mind. We're going, alf- we're going alphabetical because I said it already. <laughs> Ash versus the Evil Dead. Okay. All right. Ash versus the Evil Dead. So it's a new series on stars. Because we all have stars. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I have stars anymore. No one has stars. I did when Spartacus was around, but then I stopped after Spartacus ended. I used, I think I had stars at a point, and I just kind of like, n- I never even realized I had stars. Yeah, I know. It's uh, Hopefully there'll be some, you know, hopefully a lot of these guys will uh, like stars and Showtime and... They usually, so they usually know, hopefully they'll do something like HBO Now or something, because well, I would pay for some of them. Yeah. No, well, sometimes they sync up. Like, Stars used to um, put all of their stuff on Netflix. They had, yeah, they had a deal on it. Yeah, so, like, any movies or shows that were on Stars were also on Netflix. Back when Netflix actually had, like, anything that wasn't just really good original content. Right, exactly. Which is fucking weird. Like, this, the, the, the company that's basically the downfall of the video industry is now not a reliable place to go and watch movies anymore because they don't really have that much stuff on it. Yeah. But their original content is fantastic. Yeah. Also, fun fact for you investors out there, Netflix just is seven-way split, so their stock, instead of being $650, is now about $100. So it's a good time to get in for the mom yeah. and pops. Or if there. you had one, I have a friend who had one stock in Netflix. He now has seven. Yeah, so cool. That's 
Pretty sweet. Yeah, you, when a stock splits, you don't actually lose that money. You just get more shares. Your shares get multiplied, yeah. and they're at a lower dollar amount to incentivize people like you and me who can't afford seven hundred dollar pairs, you know, uh, shares of stock to uh, purchase up and get in on it and invest. And I think it's a good investment. Another one, Etsy also jumped up really crazy, but that's not stock talk. Mm. Yeah. They they went public and they didn't do so hot, but uh, yesterday they jumped up thirty percent. It's cool. Uber got sued seven point three million dollars. They're just a bunch of rapists. They are know. really shitty people. Yeah, I like Lyft a lot better. I don't really like any of them. I, the the convenience factor is great. Like first of all, for Comic Con, dude, I used Uber several times and Lyft. But did they have surge pricing? They definitely raped me. Oh, okay. Anyway, so Ash versus the Evil Dead. <laughs> um, yeah, they do have surge pricing, and I hate it. But anyway, um, Ash vs. Evil Dead, new, new uh, series on stars, starring Bruce Campbell, Ash the Man himself, um, fighting a bunch of Deadites. Yeah. I was really annoyed in the trailer. They mm-hmm. show where he's working, and it's not the S-Mart. Not the Shop Smart. I, shop hope, they, I hope they uh, explain that, and there's some joke in there somewhere. Yeah, if he got fired from S-Mart, that's a completely believable story. He did have a shotgun in there at one point. That's, you know. Yeah, well, he was prepared. Yeah, that's true. Used uh, company company goods. I mean, they employed Ted Ramey. Nobody employs Ted Ramey. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it looks good. It looks like he's uh, gaining, like, a little protege or something. Something like that. That uh, Latin guy. Yeah. Um, and then he's, he's you know, fighting the evil dead, as he always does. And it looks does. gory as shit. Yeah, he's got the, the chainsaw arm and stuff. So very excited to see what goes on. I'm glad Bruce Campbell's in it. Um, when that last movie came out, um, he... he there was no talks of him like doing anything ever again, kind of thing. Um, but this one looks good. And well, they kept when, the, when the, the the new one came out, they were like, "Oh yeah, yeah, we're t- we're thinking about doing a sequel." And then we got this instead, and everyone's like, "Yeah, much better." Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Although I was interested to see if if they did a sequel, would they follow the same train that they did with the original? Yeah, because the original is a straight ho- is a straight horror movie. Oh yeah. And then the second one's basically a comedy that's exactly the same plot as the first movie. Right. And so I would have it would have been interesting if they did that. Right. Exactly. That would have been a funny. But then at the same time, like, 90% of the reason it works is that just Bruce Campbell was really fucking good at it. Exactly, exactly. I'd say it definitely looks good. A lot of gore. Um, Stars is really good for that between Spartacus and Black Sails. Spartacus was great for just all kinds of sex. Yeah. Yeah, just sex and a a lot of fake bush and a lot of blood. Between that and Rome, I'm just assuming that, like... Was Rome good? Was there a lot of naked people in it? Yeah, that's right, that's cool. what I was going to say about yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Do I'll I, see that. Uh, here's the thing. It came out when I was like 12. Oh, I don't rem- perfect. Don't remember the quality of the show. Watched a lot of it. <laughs> Watched a lot of it. And I had a very strong right hand. Very beefy. <laughs> well, they got everybody in that show was fucking everybody. So there was, oh, a, lot cool. of, there was a lot of scenes that 12-year-old me was like, mm, if I maintain an dudes. erection through this scene, am I, is, that, is that weird? Yeah. <laughs> just dudes being dudes. I'm really amped up from the scene five minutes ago, and then now this is happening, and I'm confused. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so Ash vs. Evil Dead, you think it's going to be good? I think it's going to be good, and I'm totally going to watch it. Um, I, I figured that that trailer they showed was like mainly just the pilot, so I expect right. it can only get better. Right. One thing that gets me kind of worried is that it looks like... One, it looks like the movie that we all wanted My Name is Bruce to be, which is awesome. Sure. But it also seems like... Evil Dead 2, and not so much Army of Darkness, but, like, there was a lot of, like, subtle humor. His yeah. personality wasn't, like... I'm hoping... Yeah, I'm hoping it's not super slapsticky, and it's yeah. just, like, you know, using the same shit over and over again. Yeah, well, my fear is that it's, like... I think Bruce Campbell, having him attached to it, will... Oh, I definitely think he's gonna, like, 
make sure that he's not going to attach his name to a piece of shit. Yeah, well, that's not true because Bruce Campbell's film career argues with you. That's uh, true. But he's I using all the Spider Mans. Yeah, but that's because they were Sam Raimi. Oh, yeah, that's true. He's Spider- Sam Raimi's best friend. But Spider Man Two was cool. Spider Man Two was the best superhero movie. Right. But like, my, my I don't know. My fear is that it's going to be because Sam Raimi Burn Notice. What's that? Other he was in Burn Notice, yeah. which was great. Yeah, there you go. But my fear, my fear is that it's not going to be like because Sam Raimi's not writing the series. Yeah, is that it's going to be kind of written by like fans of Evil Dead and like people people who have like they're like in their mind what Ash should be like perception, and it's just not going to be quite caricature. the same. It's going to be kind caricature. of caricature. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, remains to be seen, but it still looks better than Supergirl. Out. Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. All right, going from A to B, Batman. Batman versus Superman, the trailer hit the web. Yeah. One thing I'll say about this year's Comic-Con is that a lot of these trailers stayed on the web and were like high definition and released like same time um, or leaked very high quality at the same time. Yeah, a couple of them, they were just like, oh, they leaked? Okay, shit, let's put it up. Yeah, which is different than what they normally do. It's kind of cool for us as fans because we get to see that, but... It's a bummer for the people who waited 20 hours in line to go see that exclusively. Um, so it's like it's like a give and take. Like uh, one, one thing that I think is really cool is uh, I think it was last year. Yeah, last year uh, when we saw the first little teaser trailer for Batman Superman in Hall H um, that I still have not seen that trailer out in the world. Uh, teaser trailer. Yeah, I've still like. I haven't seen it either. Me, me and me and the seven thousand people who were in there that one day are the only people who have seen that thing, which is kind of cool, and that's kind of a cool thing to feel. Like now, I've seen bits and pieces here and there. But you feel special. But I feel special about. So basically, it. what you're complaining is that by, by these leaking on the internet, you no longer feel special. You can't lord it over me, you fucker. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I just no. <laughs> all I want to do is feel like I'm better than everybody. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That's all any of us want. That really. does that. That is true. <laughs> um, um, but yeah. How's this trailer look? Okay. Fucking awesome. Uh, what are your problems? I'm going to reserve judgment. Okay. But I'm going to point out my one really big problem with the trailer. Okay. Because I haven't seen a lot of people pointing this out. Lex Luthor has hair? Oh, he's going to lose it. He had hair. At, uh, I'm thinking it's a wig. It could just be a wig, too. Like, it looks like a really bad wig. Seriously, if that was my only complaint about the trailer, like, psh, you guys have not been listening. Yeah, all right. No, uh, my big complaint about the trailer is, so they... It looks like they show the murder of Batman's parents. We all know Batman's parents get murdered in a dark alley. Yeah. They were murdered by a, guy, a character named Joe Chill. Very est- he's an established character. It's not like he was a prominent thing. He just it, there's there's storylines that involved him. They result like not resolved, sure. but they like gave him a story. He's an, he's a white guy. Yeah, very much a white guy. In the trailer, he's a black guy. That's just racist. I don't know. No, I don't know Chill. what to call that. Joe Chill. Joe Chill does sound like a black guy name. Yeah, yeah, but it's still like if you have an established character who's known for one terrible bad thing that he did, I don't think race swapping for the movie was a good idea. Right. Like who? Who? Like who if you want to take some heat off yourself, if he was a black guy, make him a white. Guy. Like I want to have a conversation with someone where they're like, I actually thought it was a great idea to make the guy who kills Batman's parents black. It really it really touches on the social issues that are going on in this country should, right now. They should have made him a black police officer. You know, the weekend we're taking Confederate <laughs> flags down in South Carolina, we're going to make fuck the guy who kills Batman's parents black. This is not going to be interpreted wrong at all. Yeah. This is not a bad idea. Uh, I know. It, I I didn't I didn't pay that close attention. I did I did remember seeing it looks like a flashback of his parents getting killed, but you know, that is that's your main problem with it? That's not that bad. No, I mean my, the other problems is um, 
I think it could use some color. Of course, you know. Um, I the thing is, this movie, like, I think that Ben Affleck coming on took a lot of the power of this movie out of Zack Snyder's hands. Yeah, which is the only thing that could save this movie. Right. Well, I gotta say, the parts I saw with Batman. No, look, look, there's look some really fantastic. cool visual homages. Um, they have it, that one's like right at the end of the trailer. He's like hanging off a building, and then Superman hits it with a laser, and that's like the pose from The Dark Knight Strikes Back. Right. Oh yeah. Um, I thought one thing I saw that was really cool is uh, when they first show Bruce Wayne and he's running down the street and there's a building getting like ripped apart by lasers. Yeah. Uh, somebody took that and that's a scene in Man of Steel where Zod is in a building just shooting lasers off, cutting the building down. Oh yeah. And somebody did a little gif where they synced them up right next to each other, and, and it's, it's the, the exact thing. pattern. It's so cool. So it's so basically, you think Bruce Wayne will have been in Metropolis that day when he was fighting Zod? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I mean, that's that seems to be what the story is. Right. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I can, I trust that they cannot screw Batman up aside from making the guy who killed his parents black, which is just weird. I really can't get over that. Yeah. Uh, not, not even on a social level. Like that just, <laughs> just turn him into a, that, like, this, is, this, yeah, but this isn't, this isn't even like a social, <laughs> like a social justice or like race thing to me. This is like literally just, I can't process how that seemed like a good idea. Well, that's, that's probably just, yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know how, how, how the, like that, that seems to... like a thing that somebody like. The guy who get you know there's the famous there's a meme that it's it's whenever somebody's suggesting an idea and then it's a, it's three people going down the line and a guy getting thrown out a window yeah that really seems like hey how how can we make this new Batman movie edgy let's do this let's do this let's make the guy who kills his parents black that guy gets thrown out the window you know it's funny because like I want to say like I doubt they spent that much time thinking about that but in the world of movies nowadays they probably did they probably did they probably right. at some point had a meeting where they're like who do we cast as the guy who kills Batman's parents. I think we should cast a black guy. Now, if they're like, no, he's just a really good actor. If he has no lines, yeah, you don't you, you know. lose that. Right. Well, we don't know. What if he has a, like a really moving monologue right after he kills his parents? Yeah, yeah. he says, you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? And then it's revealed to be the Joker. And then I just like fucking. And then just... the Joker's black. And then oh, it's God. Jared Leto uh, in blackface. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but one thing, I, one thing I'll say is that. I had very little hope for this movie after seeing the nonstop, like, you know, oh, look, now they're adding they're adding uh, Wonder Woman. Now they're adding Aquaman. Now they're adding The Flash. You know, like, yeah. all these little, like, you know, things like they're sh- cramming so much into this movie. This was my first time watching something having to do with those with that movie being like, holy shit, this might work. Like, it might be cool. Um, I think Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor is could be really really good like he he definitely has like a maniacal super villain tone to him you know? yeah um seeing jeremy irons as alfred was kind of weird jeremy irons i expected to be great as alfred i i think he'll be he's a great actor first of all but I mean, he's no michael kane yeah but it, yeah but it's wait, wait, weird. Wait. maybe i got i need to teach you a trick say my cocaine my cocaine you just said michael kane and michael kane's accent oh uh, yeah that's pretty cool michael kane i'm michael kane michael kane yeah <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, I think, you know, I think it has the potential to be really good now seeing that wonder woman in her armor get like, you know, it looks like she's deflecting a punch from Superman. It's kind of cool, I guess. Um, but you know, it's just, I have a little bit of hope for, for it, you know, seeing, I, seeing Superman rip open the Batmobile and Batman just getting up and looking at him kind of yeah. thing. This, looks tra- this trailer took me from like, uh, this movie's being fucking made. I'm probably not going to see it to like. Yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
I don't know. I hated Man of Steel. I've said this so many times on this podcast. Yeah. I hated Man of Steel. Like, yeah, oh my god, it's a, it's a two-hour dance around how little Zack Snyder or anyone involved in this production understood what makes Superman cool yeah. or interesting or anything about him at all. Apparently, well, I think so. That that that's still like we could, we could nail Batman. This this movie could nail right. Batman. Well, but it, you're it, still dealing with the Superman that we just built up in the last movie. Who that's it's not Superman. And I think um, I actually read an interview with Henry Cavill, which was kind of interesting. And it, it shows that you know he he understands kind of what Superman's all about, or at least is starting to grasp it, because he was saying that you know it's easy to do a Batman movie now because. People identify with the grit. They identify with the realism. And, you know, Christopher Nolan has, has done that so well that you could just copy that and and make it, you know, make it somewhat decent, right? Yeah. Like, I have, I have full faith that Zack Snyder could do a Batman movie and it would be good. Because, you know, you look at The Watchmen, you know, Batman mm-hmm. with a similar tone would be great. Watchmen's okay. Yeah. I like Watchmen a lot. I thought it was good. I watched, I watched the, like, God, like... 10 hour version of it or whatever oh, it is. Oh shit, I never watched that. It's I've seen the bits and pieces of the other stuff, but the I, prob- the, the, my, my, my stance on the Watchmen has always been that it's, it's, it was an unadaptable thing that he just made his best effort on. There, I think I think it's probably the best it, it could have been adapted. I mean, if we did it as like an HBO series, it probably would have just knocked it out of the park. Nah, you yeah, need, you just that. need a lot of time to really build up all right. the parts of that. As a movie adaptation, yeah. I think it, it I hit think as close as they could. He had a couple moments that were really, really well done. Opening really title cool. credit scene is probably the best of all time. It is really fucking good. Yeah. There's a, in the 10-hour version, you get to see the death of Hollis Mason. Really well done scene. I saw that. that yeah, was yeah. Good. Really yeah. well done. Then there's shit like Silk Spectre talking to Dr. Manhattan on Mars. Quite possibly the best scene in the comic book. Horrible. And I blame that mainly on the mainly fact that Malin Ackerman is a terrible actress. Yeah. But it's bad script. It's like this whole thing where this guy is supposed to be pointing out, you know, like things and just like talking to her. And in that, she figures out her own history. No, yeah. you, no, no, just do your little zappy thing so I can figure this out. You didn't even come up with a name for it. Like, explain yeah, it through science. It's, yeah, that, and I'm sure that comes down to not making a fucking three-hour movie. I think that's yeah. part of what that... that you know. But then there's also, like, things that you could have done simpler, like uh, the scene where they're, make, they're, trying to, they're, trying to, they're trying to fuck on the couch, and he, he, yeah. he can't get it up. It's, just, it's an erectile dysfunction joke. In the comics, the whole time, this movie, the TV's still on, and the TV is just playing nothing but, like, nuclear threat warnings. Um, yeah. You know, Ozymandias just showing off how he's... This, and the whole thing is supposed to be... It's not about that he can't get an erection. It's that he's just... In, it's an inferiority complex. So then when he right. puts the costume on and he finally is able to get in the zone, it's like, yeah, and that's who he is. That's what he needed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I thought it was, I thought it was a good adaptation, but I'm very excited about Batman Superman. Um, I think I think I'm Zack still- Snyder owns a dictionary that somebody ripped the word subtlety out of because they just don't want him to like yeah. have a moment. That's true. Well, I mean, you know, you, you look at his body of work and like he hasn't done subtlety really. No, you know what I mean. I think. Um, I think Sucker Punch will be shown in film schools for the next the four fifty years of just this is how you don't make a movie. Right. Now let's 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 break it down I'm on every every level is bad. Okay, first off, all of these actresses are, are terrible. Two, this is not how you construct characters. Three, this is not how you build a plot. Four, if you're gonna show if you're gonna film a scene with reflective robots, don't Yeah. No, number five or whatever we're on. Uh, if you're gonna make a movie about uh, strippers and whores, make it a hard R. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, come on. Oh God. 
Oh, oh, don't. Uh, number six. Brian loves it though. So yeah, because that's Emily Browning. I I hope they meet. Yeah. Oh man, he would explode. He would explode. Dick first. Ah! Oh, that would be so hard to watch, but it's so funny because yeah. it's Brian. World star, world star, world star. <laughs> um, cool. <clears throat> well, I'm, I am more excited for that than I was previously, um, but definitely one of the ones that I'm super, super, super stoked on now is Deadpool. Deadpool looks good. Holy shit! It looks really fun. So first of all, Ryan Reynolds was walking around Comic Con dressed as Deadpool. That's awesome. And people are taking pictures with him and stuff. I'm like, damn, that costume's really good. Yeah, no shit. It's Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> was it the one from the movie? It's the one from the movie. Yeah, so, so you know, he th- there's pictures of him with um, with people walking around and stuff. Um, looks fantastic. Um, hard R, you know, definitely. Um, you need it. I mean. Yeah, it has to be to make that movie work. But I'm just glad that they're not. It's not just hard R like, like a gritty, gritty movie where, the, you know, they're. There's a lot of violent stuff. They're saying like dick jokes, and it's like, you know, he's like, what, what was they were uh, playing talking about his face, and he's like, you look, was that T.J. Miller also? Maybe it, it looked like it was T.J. Miller. And he was like, it looked like uh, a burn ward fucked uh, pile of vomit or something like that. He's like, yeah, you look like a this and this. You know, there's a bunch of like little jokes that you would see in like a Judd Apatow movie or something. Yeah. But it's all it's a it's a it's Marvel a Fox superhero, superhero movie. movie. Yeah, it looks great. No, I I mean I saw it and it was like my only description of that was that that looks fun. Yeah, it looks like it doesn't take itself very seriously. Right. I'm yet to be convinced that the entire movie doesn't play, take place on a single bridge. Yeah. Uh, and which which is different for Fox and Sony, you know, movies. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So very, very, very cool. I'm excited to see, and it's it's cool to see, like um, ha- that. When it comes to the martial arts and action side of it, it looks fucking real. And Colossus was in it. Yeah. Oh, man. No, and I got to say, oh, I like when he meets Negasonic Teenage Warhead. That is the coolest fucking name ever. Yeah, exactly. The the voice is pretty solid, too. Um, No, I I mean, I think this is what's like... Marvel does it because they're on top. Their their movies are going to work. Yeah. And so they don't have to take themselves too seriously. Like, they're able Mm -hmm. to be lighthearted and fun in them. But then you got everybody else who's trying to, like, compete with those... And for some reason, I think they're instead of being like, okay, why does this work? They're yeah. like, we need to be, we, we have to we gotta make serious. it epic. We have to be serious. We need to one up them. We need, yeah. And so there's just like, I mean, DC's movies have been told, like, you're not allowed to be funny. Right. Totally. Like, that's so dumb. Especially if they make a Flash movie and it's not funny. Yeah, that would be weird. Then again, it's going to be Barry Allen, so it's going to be shit. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see about that. But, I mean, Deadpool, you know, just nonstop, like, there's hella jokes. It, it looks like they, um, you know, they kind of the the origin story, of course, is getting a little you know whacked out. I don't think they related it to Weapon X program. It didn't seem like there, it, it looks like they are probably really. I mean, it is the truth. He, he had he had cancer, and so he checked himself. He went into this pro- this program because they said they could cure his cancer. In in result, they gave him Wolverine's healing factor. Yeah, but then it went. It's like Wolverine's healing factor tenfold, and so it cures his cancer. Fucked, couldn't fix it. Fucks his face up, but then like yeah. All that shit. So it, it looks interesting. I, I'm definitely excited to see it. Um, I'm glad they're doing such a good job with it. Cause, yeah. And I'm glad Ryan, and Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds has been trying to get it made for years. Like. Yeah, and I'm glad he had the balls to stand up and say, like, look, I, I won't do this unless it's done right. And he's he's really doing he's, it. He stood by it. So good good times. No, that one looked so good that my brother actually called me and asked me if I watched it. 
Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be gonna be pretty tight. I'm excited. Um, then there's Fantastic Four one. No one really cares about Doctor Doom. Looks stupid. The movie's coming out next week, I think. Yeah. Oh god, it looks so bad. Doctor Doom is like. Ugh. No, I mean we should respect any of our listeners who are excited about the Fantastic Four. Maybe we'll have a moment of silence for you now. All right, now that those assholes okay. are gone. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It uh, looks real bad. Real, real bad. Uh, also, like. Um, Fanta- Mr. Fantastic has like a scraggly pube beard in it. Have you seen that? I watched it in HD last night. It looked terrible. It looked like, you know, that episode of the Jackass movie where they glued pubes to the guy's yeah, face. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah, it looks like that. Like, you but know, worse. I gotta say, I, 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 I've watched the most recent trailer. I'm no longer at the point of being like, this just looks stupid and bad. I'm just like, this is just looks super forgettable. Right. Oh yeah. It's like, this oh, just looks so like it has bad. nothing that's going to stand out to so me. So bad. Yeah, it just nothing. Nothing looks like oh, this is going to define, you know, the Fantastic Four. It's going to hit what the other ones missed. No, I say this every time we talk about this Fantastic Four movie. Oh my fucking god! Make a movie set in the nineteen fifties. Yeah, make it an homage to like classic sci-fi, like the fucking comic was. You know, you know, Marvel's like basically shutting down the Fantastic Four. Like they're canceling the book. They're going to yeah. spread them out into other things because they're like, oh, it doesn't work. You know what? It's because the Fantastic Four works really well. In a 1950s setting when it's all about science and, like, spaceships and shit like that. Yeah, And exactly. it's ridiculous. And it's campy and it's kitsch and it's fun. It doesn't work when you're trying to make them, like, a serious book integrated into the Marvel Universe. It doesn't work as well. Go back to the kitsch. Give us a 1950s. They go up in a stupid rocket ship. They get cos- belted with gam- cos- cosmic rays in space. Like, that's stupid, but it's fun. So the only thing I did like about the, the trailer was when they had baby Reed Richards and he was like, uh, for the science fair, I'm going to be the first person to teleport myself. And they're like, huh, well, you stopped working on your flying car? He's like, uh, yeah, I, you know, I stopped working on that for now. And it's like, oh, the little flying, the little four-seater car that they had? Uh, that's kind of funny. And then yeah. you know, shows him as a young, young genius kind of thing. But I don't know, man. It just... But, like, that's the thing. It's the things they're known for. It's the fucking four-person flying car. Yeah, like, exactly. That's such... Just like their all their stuff was the stuff you see in magazines that are like, here's what we're gonna have in the year 1985. Exactly, and it's flying cars and mobile rolling chairs and like, yeah, it just I don't know, it just doesn't seem like they're doing a very good job with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but we'll see. You know, I'll, I'm still gonna see it. I'm gonna support that. I think that, I, I think we basically just have to see it because we've talked, we've shit yeah. on it so much. Yeah. What what if it's yeah? What if it's great? Oh god, if it's great, we're gonna have an eating crow episode. Oh that's yeah, gonna, that's gonna suck. Yeah, if it's if it's great, I don't know. I think what we need we to should, do we should come up with a cool incentive. I think this will be the first time that we do like a really really serious review of a movie. I think we need to go and like take notes. Yeah, we'll, we'll go. And take then if it's su- if it's really good, make sure that we took a lot of notes about like negative things, like any yeah. any any continuity errors, anachronisms, like. <laughs> Title sequence was a little rushed. I feel like uh, I feel like they could have slowed that down a little bit. Pacing was off the entire movie. I felt like the emotional uh, journey of Ben Grimm's character was really well done, but I think that it could have been a little slower and maybe leave something for the inevitable sequel. Yeah, another Hans Zimmer score. Yeah, I've never heard that one before. God. God, I never thought I'd say it, but the decision to make Johnny Storm and uh, the Invisible Woman adopted brother and sister turned out to be such a great i didn't know such i wanted a, them such together a revelation i loved the light love triangle we randomly <laughs> oh had man because he wanted to bang his uh his yeah don't give us sister. don't give us the fucking brady bunch movie storyline Ooh, gross um so yeah we'll see that if, if that is that um 
if that turns out to be a great movie, we will fucking fess up on the show. But if that turns out to be a great movie, we'll buy anyone offended by our comments. Of, I don't know, what's something really cheap that people kind of like? I don't know, strawberries. Yeah, we'll buy anybody who wants to come record a show and have us eat crow strawberries. Yeah, exactly. God, by the way, they have so many flavors now. I know. I'm very excited. We, I, we have to. We have to do a tasting party. Yeah, I kind of want to do that. Uh, maybe we can get Molly Sanchez back on here and do like a strawberita like episode. And just got, have all the varieties. Well, we got limerita. We got strawberita. We got mangarita. We got cranberita. Cranberita. Raspberryita. Raspberryita. Appleita. Apple. Lemon. Lemonita. Oh my God! There are so, so. I think many. there's a pineapple one now. If there is, I want to try it. The apple one sounds great too. It sounds like oh, this it could is, be. Super this is good. getting googled. Oh, God, so good. But, uh, yeah, maybe we'll do that. All right, moving on. Uh, next thing uh, we saw there, uh, very excited. Let's see. I before, comes before P. Suicide Squad. <laughs> so. Oh, that's right, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Um, now, this was one of those ones where they were like, oh, we're super disappointed that this footage leaked um, out of the Comic-Con panel. Um, but it looks pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Like, I... I they showed a little bit of Jared Leto as a Joker. You know what was funny when they released that picture and he had all the stupid tattoos and everyone's like, that looks really stupid. And their defense was like, no, no, this was just a Your promo pic. Promo like, pic. Don't worry, he's kidding. not really going to look like that. He looks like that. Yeah. It's still bad. Yeah, that's a little stupid. But I got to say, I liked, I kind of liked the voice he was doing. Um, we'll see how it goes. Um, Jared Leto, I think, can go a little over the top sometimes. So we'll see how this one He's actually. another guy I would... I would I would define as not understanding the word subtle. That's true. True story. Um, they show Harley Quinn in it. Um, she doesn't have the Jersey accent. Yeah, it didn't seem like it. I thought that would have been like a gimme. Like she would have to do a little bit of that. I'm also surprised. Is I mean, I'm assuming most of what we saw was her like in captivity and like doped up or something. Yeah. She just seemed like really mellow. Right. Like too mellow. I'm sure we'll see a little bit more of her like going loose and stuff, but yeah, she was like hanging from the ceiling of her, uh, of her cell and stuff, and uh, you know, uh, but then you see her with the baseball bat and shit like that. So it could be, it could be pretty good. Um, didn't see a whole lot of Will Smith in there, just a smidge. Um, they have lemonaderitas. That's what lemonaderitas. Uh, oh, just so good. This is um, gonna be a show we regret. Yeah. Oh, we should. What we should do is we should get all of them, and then all of us should drink all of them by the end of the show. Yes. That's a good one. We'll, we'll have to come up with some sort of drinking game. Oh, yeah. That would be great. Oh. Great stuff. All right. Um, but, yeah, Suicide Squad uh, uh, looks pretty good. I, I'm excited to see. I kind of like the way the uh, you know they were uh, showing little flashes of each character, but I feel like we won't really know how this movie is going to go until we see a little bit more of it. Yeah, and I guess Batman's in it. Yeah, Batman was in it at least briefly because there was that... Jumping on the Joker's Lamborghini. Yeah, exactly. I'm just going to tell you guys, uh, here's here's two combinations of words. Here's two words that in combination sound real stupid to me. Joker's Lamborghini? Joker's Lamborghini. You know, when, when I first saw that, I was like, it could be he just stole a Lamborghini. No, but it's like custom. Yeah, someone said it was like purple with green lights. Yeah, it's like purple like, with green lights. It's like customized to the Joker's colors. Someone might like that color combination. You don't know. Maybe. That would be a man. That's like that's like a millionaire in Gotham who's like, what if you he's, know what I really want? What if the what, Joker to kill me and steal my car? What if he's driving in there, driving it, and he's listening to what Thirty Seconds to Mars or whatever, whatever Jared Leto's band. He's putting is. on his eyeliner. Wouldn't that be funny? Yeah, 
That would be really funny. By, by funny, we mean bad, right? And like... <laughs> it's like uh, Chappie with D'Antward listening to D'Antward wearing a D'Antward shirt, playing D'Antward. Yeah. That was great. That, that was, was so great. I don't know. I think they I hit... love that movie. Really? Yeah. I fucking love Chappie. I haven't been able to bring myself to watch it yet. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's such a weird, like, meta experience. Like, I don't know what Neil Blomkamp likes about them so much, but, it, like, because I like them so much, it works. But I don't know if a non-fan would enjoy it as much, so it's weird. Uh, for some reason, a rich bitch stuck in my head. Like, oh, rich bitch. I'm a rich bitch. I'm a rich and bitch. And so I, I was, I was kind of like, I kept saying it to myself. And, and my friend who was with me was like, what is that? So I pulled up the music video for him. I couldn't get through like 30 seconds oh, of it. Oh, so great. I was just like, oh, I, I just, this is, she oh. makes me so uncomfortable. Oh, I know. Isn't it great? No. So good. No, great is the last word I would use. Yeah. What a weird haircut. What a weird everything. Just yeah, her face. so weird. It's not even like a. a I'm like, so down. Like I have the weirdest, weirdest boner for her. Okay, fair enough. Right? No. No? All right. I she looks like I don't know what I would do. I'd be, like, oh, she, I'd be so frightened. No, she looks. You can't like, bring her home to mom. Yeah, no, she looks like the like a character in like a weird anime where like oh yeah totally. she would Maybe seduce you and then like her vagina is actually like a soul eating monster. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I guess okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. If you're into it, <laughs> yeah, whatever you're into. Somebody's got to be. Into I'll try it. anything once. Good point. <laughs> all right, so Suicide Squad. Uh, I'd say jury's still out on it, but uh, Will Smith know, looks great. Looks better. You know, looks better than I thought. Didn't see his. Uh, Weird uh, robot eye yet, but maybe that gets... He had the mask on for it. He, like, jumped off a roof. Oh, maybe I missed it or something. It was so fast when they show these things, you know. What I'm going to be interested to see is how the characters all play. I think I'm excited (laughs) that they have Killer Croc in there. Yeah. But then, like, Killer Croc is one of those characters that so easily gets written as being, like, some, like, hulking, brute, dumbass character. And and then when he's written just as, like, actually, like, a basically a regular guy who has a fucking shitty skin condition that's turned yeah. him into looking like a croc and he's just like a good criminal yeah but he's also like he's had moments of being actually kind of like a pretty decent person yeah like i think that's kind if of if they're po- able to bring out the humanity of that character i think that's really kind good. of the point of most of those characters is they're gonna try to show like yes they are real people you know yeah. what i mean like they showed up except, except captain boomerang captain boomerang in the original suicide squad just a dick he's just a dick he's always there but he's just a dick yeah but, you know, like Deadshot always has his family that, you know, he's trying to avenge and all that kind of stuff. And then you got Harley Quinn, who who they showed a little bit of her uh, origin story where Joker's breaking into like a research lab or something. Yeah. So she was kind of like transformed after this. Well, her, 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 her origin is the Batman animated series. She started yeah. on that. And so it's that's the origin. She was the Joker's therapist. And he basically fucking convinced her that he was right. Yeah, exactly. But then, I mean, I think in the comics, she's actually basically a hero now. Like, she, she's never been, like, a horrible, bad person. She's just easily manipulated by the Joker. Right, exactly. Mr. J. Mr. J. Mr. J. Mr. Gotta love my Mr. J. Mr. J. Um, another one that no one's excited about, similar to the Fantastic Four, is Supergirl. Looks like the, uh, looks like it's setting back the feminist movement about 20 years. So good, good for you. I wouldn't go that far as much like, as I like would 15 years. I wouldn't disagree with the point <laughs> too much. You know, what's confusing to me is, and I think we talked about this when the pilot, when they like uh, revealed, they revealed like the teaser for it is Jimmy Olsen's in it. And he's like super tall, attractive black guy. Yeah. Like, like I want to fuck him. This is similar <laughs> to the Joe chill situation. Well, it's Where, like, whereas somebody's like, Oh, we should put Jimmy Olsen on the show. Okay, cool. What are his defining traits? Oh, he's this short uh, little ginger. ginger who wears bow ties and takes photos of stuff. Like I can see them. Let's doing reverse that. every single one of those. Like I can see them making him, 
you know, it doesn't matter if he's white or black. I don't think, you know, because no, the white or black thing doesn't matter. It's more just making him a tall, attractive, sexy. But like, dude, he looks like he has an eight pack under there, and like, if he wore a bow tie, he'd wear a bow tie like football players wear bow ties, which are like to be ironic or something. I don't quite get it, but it just looks he he's like he's like a babe, like a man babe. Yeah, no, and they build it up that they like play it off like he's a man. But it's like, also, oh, everyone God, wants to fuck him. The, I mean, did you see the pilot? They apparently showed it at Comic Con. I right? didn't. I did not see it because uh, I didn't go in for that panel. But, Fair enough. Yeah, I didn't. Want I, d- I don't blame you. I mean, just when I, when I saw the teaser, it like she's like struggling her job and her she oh, one room apartment and carrying carry coffee into the boss, and the boss is like, "No, I do not like it. You are not pretty. You are very, you are very not pretty." Does he say that? I don't know. Why is he German? I don't know. I think she has a female boss. I think it was a f- that was a female voice yeah. I was hearing. Anyway, you, yeah, I'm I'm bad at voices. The point is, we're not. <laughs> I I I'm I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna watch it. It just first of all, the thing the thing that you know what I think so when much. people describe like a terror like a, like God, what would be the worst way that they would adapt this? Somebody's like, God, it'd be so bad if they made like a Super a Bowl series that was like. Sex in the City or, like, Girls. Oh, yeah. And she just happens to be Supergirl. And then they made it. Yeah, exactly. And that's what this is. Yeah, and, you know, and it's partially my bad for not knowing enough about Supergirl, but I know enough where I'm like, that's not what it is. You know what I mean? She's Kara Zor-El, older cousin of Superman. Right. Older back because she was born first, but she's been in suspended animation, so I think Clark is actually old. Yeah, you know. Yeah. It's weird, weird. It's weird. You know, frozen time time capsule thing um but what what gets me about it is like you know first of all they keep mentioning her cousin like so so she knows superman's out there yeah so is superman going to be a big part of this i don't know is which she's superman living in, are we referencing is she is living henry in, cable or is she living in metropolis or is she living in some other city like no, she's in another city she's got to be in another city she's right in san diego like atlanta no, she's in like San Diego. Really? Yeah. Oh, that makes it so much worse. Are they gonna have a Comic Con episode? Oh god. Oh god. Did um, you see Challengers of the uh, the Unknown? They showed that trailer too with the no. with the Adam and I saw I saw those guys signing autographs. So I got a picture of the Adam. Cool slash Superman slash Brandon Routh slash the other guy from he has Prison a name. Break. He has a name now. Heat Wave. Heat Wave. Yeah. Ah. I didn't see Captain Cold. He must have been around the other side. Did did catch a glimpse of. Uh, uh, White Canary. God, so hot. Oh, they announced they're going to add Jay Garrick to The Flash. My excitement for that really? show continues to be non-existent. Well, they, sh- they showed his helmet in the uh, yeah. season finale or whatever it was. It's That's cool. kind of cool. How are they going to do that? Time travel. Who cares? Makes sense. You know who cares? Me. Not me. Yeah. Oh, he's going to be the new mentor. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. He's going to travel back in time. First Flash. Meet him. Mentor. I hope, I hope they also introduce Bart Allen. And Ooh. then they're just like, guess what? Nobody wants the one Flash character anyone wants. Yeah. Is that Bart Allen? No, it, God, it's Wally West. Wally West. Oh yeah, cool. We're never gonna. They're, it might happen. No, they're gonna Travels bring him in. They've the already future. announced that they're gonna bring him in, yeah. and it's gonna be the current Wally West, which is a black teenager. That's weird. Yeah. Oh no, that makes sense because that's what he is in the comics. Yeah. In well, fact, West is uh, what's her name? Iris. Iris. Yeah. Iris West. Yeah. No, it makes sense. I get it. It's 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 stupid. All right, cool. I know you hate the Flash. It's cool. I don't hate the Flash. You do. That's cool. I mean, it's okay I, that you ate the Flash. I loved the Flash. You don't love it now, though. No. You like the fact that his dad is like the original Flash from the TV show? I do like that. That's pretty funny. That's pretty cool. That's good. And they got Mark Hamill back, which is cool. Yeah, his cock knocker. 
as the trickster. <laughs> Cockknocker. Hey, Cock kids. Knocker. Smart camel. Hey, kids. Smart camel. Uh, so let's talk so about something that people are moderately excited about. Uh, X-Men uh, Age of... was it? X-Men Apocalypse. Uh, Age of Apocalypse. Yeah, they just released some uh, cast photos in costume. Um, they got Olivia Munn as Psylocke, like, exactly comic book costume. Looks yeah. Looks really cool. Like, looks really good. It's stupidest comic... Stupidest costume in the comics, so yeah, I'm not gonna hold that one against them. They actually nailed it, so well, yeah. well done, well done. Uh, Easy to do though, too. Like not not a crazy one. Like no. you could all like it pretty much hits that. what they already tried to do with these stupid costumes in yeah, movies. So exactly, Storm looked pretty cool. Storm looks good. Got the uh, mohawk. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw I saw a little bit of the trailer. Like, looks pretty cool. Uh, Apocalypse looks terrible. Yeah, he looks like the bad guy from Power Rangers. As people keep pointing Ivan out, news, yeah, Ivan yeah, news. yeah, he does. Um, like it's bad. You know what's funny that I realized at Comic Con too um, was that uh, Oscar Isaac, Donald Gleason, and Gwendolyn Christie are in everything now, literally everything. I I don't think I've said it on the show before, but Oscar Isaac is one a really fucking good actor. He is. Um, I'm fine with him being in everything. Dom Hall Gleason's also in that category of really fucking good actors, but I think yeah. Oscar Isaac is going to be like. Kind of like our Pacino, like this the this current generation's kind of Pacino, Could where be. like he is just because he's already done it, like he's chameleon. been in movie, not even chameleon, just like he's gonna be that actor that like every year he's in something and you're just like this guy's so fucking good, yeah. And I could I could see him getting ignored for Oscars for the next fifteen years, and probably just being that guy that like, yeah. I mean Leo's already that guy, right? Exactly, he's gonna be the new Leo. Um, but yeah, so uh, uh, Oscar Isaac. One thing is like, okay, if you're gonna have Apocalypse. Why are you getting this short little dude? Like he's not a big man, and then why are you making him purple? Well, he's he's like gray and blue. Yeah, you know it's just it's it's so funny that how close they got with Psylocke and Storm, at least from what we've seen. Yeah, and then how far they've gotten with Apocalypse. Well, it's also that was hired. That was two different teams, yeah, and they had they teased be. him at the end of Days of Future Past, and he looked better. He looked well. He had like the weird blue lip thing going mm-hmm. on. Now he doesn't. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's Quicksilver looks like he's gonna have an expanded role though. Yep, that looks kind of cool. Uh, James McAvoy also has shaved his head, so he'll be bald. I saw that. Um, Magneto is wearing some weird armor. That seemed kind of interesting. It actually, I mean, eh. who cares? Well, it but apparently, like... so did you hear about this that the uh, that the four horsemen of Apocalypse are going to be Storm, Psylocke, Angel, and Magneto. Angel and Magneto. Yes, kind of interesting. I'm into that. That's kind of cool. That's all I could say. I'm into that. Yeah, I mean. And and I'm okay with little stuff like that when they when they tweak stuff just a bit to make more sense in the cinematic universe. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think having Magneto as this guy who's always flirting on the line of good and evil kind of thing, that's that's a pretty good one. That'd be fun. I want Archangel to be badass and shoot missiles. I mean, he shoots razor wing, razor feathers, basically. Missile, uh, razor, missile, feathers. Mi- missile, razor, rather. Ra- I can't even say that. That's a tough one. It's a toughie. I want him to shoot them and have to say it like in like Street Fighter every time. Missile, razor feathers. Missile, razor feathers. <laughs> that would be that would be super intense. And then Wolverine will jump in and like slice him away and be like combo breaker, combo breaker, berserker claw, berserker claw. Um, one thing that was kind of interesting. Fatal Fang. <laughs> What did you just say? Fatal Fang. Oh, God. That's when he jumps up and he makes the, like, electric-looking X thing. Yeah. (laughs) Ah! Um, uh, One thing is that they were saying that he's focusing more on his mind manipulation in this than really the manipulation of matter. So that kind of bummed me out. (laughs) So they're focusing more on a power he doesn't have than the power he has. 
Yeah, exactly. That's cool. Yeah, exactly. That's so cool. Saying he's he's supposed to like have mind control. Yeah, I heard they're gonna. I heard they're gonna bring Iceman back into this movie, and he's actually he's gonna be uh, he's gonna be able to control mud. It was making fun of the whole not having that power. Oh yeah, okay, there. yeah. Well, I was gonna say there's water in there. I guess that's true. You could probably control could mud. Dirty, yeah, definitely ice. Yeah, dirty, dirty ice. Ooh. And he just starts making out with a dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's legal now. Uh, Everywhere. Uh, Congratulations, Iceman. Making out with dudes was always legal. First off. <laughs> Technically, sort of. Not in Russia. Actually, not in Alabama. No, actually, everywhere is an inaccurate statement. I think there's certain parts of the world where you, that's actually still illegal. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you could be beheaded in like. My some point, of my the point, my point is, it's, I regret bringing Iceman into the conversation because, <laughs> oh, God. God damn it. Um, I they I saw the new the lineup for the new like the next once Secret Wars is over in the lineup of like all the Marvel books. I'm not excited. It's weird. Yeah. One Bendis is still ready. Queer eye for the ice guy. <laughs> Is that another comic? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Great. Ex- All right, cool. Ex- yeah, Extraordinary X-Men. Let's... Uh, <laughs> the Fabulous X-Men. <laughs> I think it's really stupid is that... Um, fabulous Bri- Iceman. God damn oh, God, it. I really walked it. into all of this. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, God. I shouldn't make fun, but I love it. It's too easy. No, I, that's the problem with this is that it's like... I get it. People think it's really funny that I'm upset about this, and it's just like... Yeah. Oh, just understand that... It's not even like it's not it's not on the surface what I'm complaining about. It's that I feel like the implication is like, hey, everything I liked about this character, it was wrong. Yeah, that's what annoys me. Yeah. And not to mention the fact that they're just morphing existing characters to fit certain call it, you know, you know, uh, racial, religious you know, social quotas, right? Yeah. We have to have... Also, I, my, I mean, people who've listened to this a lot will understand that, because I, I say it a lot, my two favorite characters in comic books were Wally West and Iceman. Iceman is now gay, apparently, and Wally West is a black teenager. Wh- why? Yeah, well, why change a character who's already a character? Yeah, well, Marvel just, Comics just made, make a new one. Yeah, Marvel made Kamala Khan because they were like, "This is a demographic that you don't represent in the comics." They were like, "You're right, we should do that." And we have the new Miss Marvel series, and it's really fucking good. People yeah. love the character; they promote the character; they're using the character. Even even Miles Morales, like I, Miles Morales, I don't mind. Why not make Spider Man Black? Yeah, it's a great idea. Let's do that. Yeah, but he's not Peter Parker, and he's not Peter Parker. And people are like, "You can make Peter Parker black." No, you can't. No, yeah, don't. Don't make an existing character who's not black or there's, not gay or not a woman there's no, into a woman gay man. Yeah, there's no reason to. make yeah. Just make a new character because and then use that character. Yeah. Continue it, to use that character. It's Promote a little, that character. It's a little harder. Yeah. But it's going to be worth it. Yeah. But it doesn't grab the headlines of going, hey, this, 60 year, this yeah, character we've had for 60 years is going to turn out to be a closeted homosexual. Yeah, that's true. That's true. True. All right. Uh, well, now we got to talk about Star Wars. We got stuff. Oh, God. Here it comes. So... I Star Wars had a panel in Hall H, which is big seven thousand person hall there at Comic Con. Just tell us who was cry. there. Just tell us who was there. Um, I gotta tell you the story. So, I, um, uh, oh, there's a story. It's on, it's on Friday, right? Uh-huh. The panel's on Friday. I get in line at eleven forty-five in the morning on Thursday, and that's how long I waited in line for the Star Wars panel the next day. You got into the hall at 10 a.m. That's when they opened it up. 11.30 p.m. On, on Thursday? Yeah. So that was uh, 20... Did you have a tent? Three hours. Something like that. Did you take a nap? Um, I took like a 15-minute nap. The rest of the time, I was just up. Dear God. Yeah. it was. I was burned out for sure. Were you by yourself? Um, no, I had some friends, and we kind of like, you know, 
friends came, dropped off snacks and water and stuff, and other friends left and held the spot. I did get to go back to the hotel for like two hours. I took like a little power nap kind of thing. Okay. And then we came back. So, you know, I wasn't out there 100% of the time, but I was out there 90% of the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was intense. I got incredibly sunburned also. Um, You're still not as sunburned as I've seen you before. Uh, it was bad. My entire face peeled off. That's why. Like, I'm like a snake right now. Ooh. Like I just, uh-huh. I just peeled it all. How does off. it even work with the beard? Oh, it's weird. It's just the whole beard pops off, and there's another fresh one underneath. It's a lot softer. That actually sounds nice. That's all right. Cool. That sounds pretty nice. <laughs> um, but anyway, so we waited in line the whole night, and um, we got in there the next day, and kind of the lineup was the first. The first thing we saw was a bunch of animation shorts. Which was whatever. You know, we saw that Feast movie. Dog was adorable. If you haven't seen Feast, it's delightful. It's a Pixar. Or not a Pixar. It's a Disney short. Oh, with the the dog. With the little and dog. The relationships and relationships in the meals. Yeah. And, the- and some other ones that were not really worth mentioning. Then there was uh, Walking Dead, which was cool. You know, we got to see the whole cast. Um, you know, uh, Rick and Carl and Michonne and all those cats. Nothing really new there, right? Um, then we saw Fear of the Walking Dead, which is a new spinoff show. Yeah, yeah. Takes place in Los Angeles while Rick's in a coma during the beginnings of the outbreak. Probably not very good. Um, well, I mean, let's be honest. The Walking Dead is also not that good. Yeah, it's it's, it's ambling to a to a halt kind of thing. Anyway, um, I don't know. I think we 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 go like, oh, it's losing its quality. It's like, I don't know. Reflecting back on that, was that ever very good? Yeah, there's some of it that was pretty darn good. I liked it a lot. Okay, it had moments. But anyway, um. After the prison and the farm, I was kind of like, meh, okay. Um, but uh, then we saw uh, a little thing about hot guys in movies or something like that, which was uh, the guy from Outlander and some other dudes. That was weird. Um, what was this? It's They do these ones put on like Entertainment Weekly where like one of them was last year we saw Women Who Kick Ass, where it was a bunch of women, strong female characters from uh, from movies and TV shows. And uh, they just talk about feminism and how what the woman experienced in, in movies and TV. This was like the man side of it, which I had never seen before because I think women who kick ass is always on Saturday and men who are hot and stuff is on Friday. Um, but the dude from Outlander was there. He's he's a he's a handsome man. Okay. Yeah, handsome dude. Also, the guy from uh, from Walking Dead with the handlebar mustache, he was there. Um, and then two dudes, I, or three dudes, I really didn't know what they were from. Oh, uh, actually, Chuck was there. The guy f- plays Chuck. Oh, um, I forget Zachary his name. Levy? Yeah, that's right. And then um, some guy from... Oh, the guy See, from The Strain. I thought this was about a story uh, going to be about Star Wars. It's just really turned into the story about hot guys in movies. This is just Holly H. I'm just getting to Star okay, Wars. Okay. I'm giving you the build-up. Then it was Game of Thrones, and Game of Thrones was... You know, it was fun to see those guys, but also vastly disappointing. How many people kept asking if Jon Snow was alive? This was so stupid. So no one really asked that, but one guy almost did, right? But they have these question and answer things, and everyone who went up there, and the same thing for The Walking Dead. So, um, uh, yeah, this question is for the whole cast. Um, so where do you see your characters uh, going uh, next season? Like, what do you see them doing? And then this is the response that you get from everyone. Well, we really can't tell you that, and we don't know. We haven't started filming yet, and they, they keep it secret. So uh, next question, please. Um, yeah, this, this question, this question is for um, this question is for uh, Melisandre. Um, so last episode of the season, we saw you coming to the wall. Um, what do, what are your plans to do there? Um, I don't know because they haven't told us yet. 
and I can't tell you. Watch the season. So it's it's all these stupid questions about like, hey, what's happening next season? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So it was like a wasted panel for most of those ones. Uh, was, did they show anything? Or? Um, for uh, Walking Dead, they showed a little teaser trailer of what's happening next. Um, and then Game of Thrones, they showed audition videos of, of all the actors. Oh. There, which was actually really fun. That sounds entertaining. Yeah, it was really fun. Man, Mel Sandra's so hot in real life, too. God damn. I've appreciated. Anyway, so after all that, long day in the, the hall, fucking Star Wars comes out. All right? So first comes out, Chris Hardwick is moderating, right, as he does. That guy lives the dream. Yes, he does. He lives the dream. He also Love moderated it. Walking Dead and Talking Dead. Um, uh, oh, Seth Meyers actually did Game of Thrones, so that was kind of fun. Okay, that sounds fun. Um, okay, and then he brings out J.J. Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy. Awesome. Uh, oh, uh, also, uh, I can't remember his name now, uh, the guy who directed Empire Strikes Back. Oh, um, er- oh shit! I have it somewhere. Irving, or, um, Irving. Yeah, Irving, um, sounds right. Something like that. Fucking. Christ. Anyway, okay, I'll look it up while I also explain it. Um, so they bring those two out, right? And so J.J. Abrams, uh, uh it's Kazan talks about, um, uh, talks about how he, you know his philosophy for the whole movie is, um. Uh, you know, to be as true to the yeah, uh, Irvin Kirshner. Irvin Kirshner, you're right. God damn, you did it faster than yeah, that. Could well, that was gonna bug my bug me for a minute. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things. I, I very much know I know this. It's just gonna bug me. Yeah, exactly, Irvin Kirshner. Anyway, um, so talked about how he wanted to stay very true to the uh, the original, and that you know when he was first told that he he was he was up to direct this. You know, he couldn't believe it, and it was, like, the greatest thing that ever happened. Wait, did he direct Seven? J.J. Abrams? Oh, J.J. Abrams did, yeah. I thought Kirshner. Okay. No, no, no. Kirshner is there. He's, like, a producer or something on it. Oh, fuck did. yes. Yeah. Um, and, and he worked really close with J.J. So, um, so J.J.'s telling the story, and, um, you know, he said he, one thing he wanted to do was he wanted to use as much practical effects as possible. So, um, like, the original practical effects are non-CGI, right? So, yeah. Um, they want. They built the Millennium Falcon. They built a bunch of X wings. They have you know these th- you know the little uh, was R eighty five yeah or whatever the little ball droid that's, yeah, yeah that's a real thing that yeah, yeah, rolls yeah. around and, and then stuff. the aliens in in crowd shots yeah. are actually like guys in costumes exactly and so they actually brought one of the aliens out and he was walking around the stage and stuff and he, he looks it looks like he's really there it looks like an alien's walking in front that's of you so cool and um you know what's really funny um. He then showed a little uh, behind-the-scenes film. Yes, the, the um, real. The real, which you can find on the internet. Definitely worth watching. Um, and it shows it shows uh, Simon Pegg is actually one of the, the, several aliens, which is really cool. They're getting all these people who are like his friends and stuff to be in in the movie, like behind the scenes yeah. stuff. And so after they showed the little trailer, you know, um, he was saying like, oh, you know, we don't. We, I couldn't show you a trailer. Because it's not ready yet, but I want to show you something. So he showed us this little behind the scenes thing, and it's awesome. You know, it's like I loved when they showed uh, one of the uh, I don't know I don't know her name because I don't know her yet. Um, one of the one of the uh, actresses in the movie now is um, in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon, and they're like spinning it around and shit and filming it. And yeah, that look one that just looks so fun. Yeah, exactly. It it looks fucking fucking great. 
Um, Daisy Ridley, I think you might be yes, talking about. Yes, she's a, she's a new uh, chick. New chick. New chick. Um, I want a new chick. I want a new chick. Want to make Want to make feel too bad. But anyway, um, and so I want uh, a new chick. <laughs> um, and then so he's like, well, let's let's bring out some of the the cast. So they bring out, you know, um, new chick. Right. They they also bring out um, Oscar uh, Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac, and they bring out Daisy Ridley, and then they bring out um, John Boyega, who's the yeah yeah black stormtrooper everyone knows, but he's also in I think Attack the Block or something. He's in Attack the Block. Right? Um, you know it's funny too. Um, when he comes out, he shows this video, this pictures of him. He was walking around the convention with a stormtrooper helmet on, just lightsaber battling people, and no one knew. And one guy's like, "Oh my god, that was me!" He like jumps up in the crowd and stuff. <laughs> and so it was really cool that these guys walk around, um, you know, in during the uh, during the convention, and that's like the only way they can really, you know, uh, experience the convention is while they're you know with a mask on kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so after they bring those guys out, they're like, well, let's bring out the bad guys. So they brought out Donald Gleason, Gwendolyn Christie, um, and, uh, Adam driver. Um, Adam driver's the new Sith guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. The lightsaber. Gwendolyn Christie plays like that chromed out stormtrooper You saw in the, the yeah, yeah. thing. Donald Gleason plays like, it looks like Moff Tarkin, but like Grand Moff Tarkin, but like a new one. You know? I like, I saw, I saw like, he's the most likable guy. I can't even imagine no, I know. what it's going to be. Well, like. I saw, uh, they, somebody posted, somebody, they put up a video that was like kind of like an abbreviated version of that panel with like some, like each of them getting one question. And Donald Gleason's was like somebody asking him, is he evil? And he's like, well, I'm British. So probably. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he's so good. Um, and so this is when it, this is when it got crazy. Is he's like, all right, well, we got all the new guys out here. Why don't we bring out Carrie Fisher? And Carrie Fisher comes out, Princess Leia. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's Princess Leia. And then I'm looking at the panel, um, you know, all the chairs lined up. I'm like, oh, shit, there's two more chairs. There's two more chairs. And so, you know, she comes up and she starts talking and stuff. And then they're like, well, you know, let you know, we've heard enough from her. Let's let's hear. Uh, let's welcome out Luke Skywalker, Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill comes out. And he's just fucking, I'm like, oh, my God, it's happening. It's happening. And then, you know, he's out there and he's talking about, like, you know, where, you know, uh, how he never thought it would happen. And he's so happy to be a part of it. And so Chris Hardwick's like, well, Mark, you know, how's Harrison doing? We haven't heard from him in so long. You know, is he okay? And you know the thing with his foot and stuff. He's like, he's like, I don't know. Why don't we ask him? And he brought Harrison Ford out. And I fucking lost my shit. I'm screaming like a little girl. Tears are like welling up in my eyes. I'm like, oh my god, it's so, 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 so. yeah. And so he comes out and he's he he just he does a little like you know people are like standing up cheering for him, right? And he he's he just says this little you know little thing where he's like, no, um, I never thought that this role would turn into such a blessing rather than like a curse. I thought it was going to curse my career, but you know, it's just so it's such an experience to have all you guys here and, you know, to be such a big part of this. And it's just amazing. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm like crying. And and he's just, you know, he and people start asking, you know, the questions and stuff. And they're, you know, and everyone's just like having such a great time. And, you know, there's a bunch of jokes where like um, uh, 
someone was asking like, Hey, this, this is for Carrie and Mark and, and um, Harrison, you know, uh, where did you see your characters, you know, going after the last return of the Jedi? And, uh, um, Mark Hamill was like, well, honestly, you know, it's probably a pretty traumatic experience for Luke, you know, who almost, almost banged his sister, you know, and, you know, if, if I were him, I would just go lock myself in like a cave on Tatooine or something and just swear off women altogether. You know, I like I, it's got to be really traumatizing. And Harrison Ford's just like, dude, I said I'm sorry. How many times do I have to say? <laughs> and it was just like, oh, it was so amazing the whole time. And like as if that wasn't, you know, great enough um, at the end of the panel, J.J. Abrams was like, you know, we wanted to do something special for you guys. So. Um, how, how does a, a Star Wars concert sound, you know, and everyone's like, Oh my God. Yes. He's like, well, you know, we only have room for all of you. So they walked, <laughs> they walked all of us like out of this convention hall. And there's, there's like 7,000 seats in this thing. They walked us out to the fucking, uh, San Diego symphony hall out on this little <laughs> like peninsula thing. And we all got lightsabers that lit up and stuff. And then they brought the whole cast out again. And the cast was, like, driving through the crowd as we were going. So I got a cool picture of Mark Hamill, like, you know, fist bumping someone on the way out and stuff. And so they walked us all out over there. We all get out there. The cast comes out again. And they're like, hey, you know, we want to thank you guys, you know, for everything. Um, So we're doing this very special thing. You know, John Williams couldn't be here because he's doing last-minute things on the movie. But, you know, we got his, like, one of his friends or something to, you know, conduct it. And so they they played a symphonic Star Wars show, and it, it just started off with all you know some of his favorite pieces and stuff, and it was like an hour long. But then in the middle of it, they had like a little like video montage thing of like you know, some behind the scenes stuff, you know, like Carrie Fisher like you know sunbathing in the bikini thing and stuff like that. Yeah. And then the last song comes on, and it's the theme, it's the main Star Wars theme. So with the first hit of the note, it's like boom. All fucking fireworks are exploding right next to us over the the San Diego like marina there. There's a boat out there that's shooting fucking fireworks out while we're playing the fucking uh you know Star Wars intro theme and I fucking lost my shit. I had to put on my sunglasses. I was literally crying and all my friends were around me. I couldn't I couldn't handle it anymore. It was probably the most it well it definitely was. It was the most amazing comic-con experience i've ever had and then i fucking went i went home after that and drank myself to sleep it was so amazing cody's tearing up telling don't story. don't look at me oh my god don't look at me but yeah okay i was just trying to shame you because i'm fucking here silently sobbing it was so amazing it was everything i wanted and more um god damn you. the movie's gonna be awesome uh everything about it just makes me more and more confident that Fucking movie is gonna be uh, gonna be fucking great. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. So it's. Uh, I'm actually trying to not. I would say don't go to Comic Con ever again because it's not gonna be as good. Good advice. <laughs> I've actually been trying to not like. I have consciously decided that if there's any more like Star Wars trailers that are coming out, I'm gonna not. Watch I know. Them. I I don't really want to see anymore. I, I did. They showed the same one at uh, Ant Man last night. Of um, you know that the Star Destroyer and stuff yeah, yeah. like that. And um, 
you know, I'm like, man, I don't, I'll watch I, that one because that, that one just like gets me amped, but doesn't tell me anything. Yeah, exactly. The second we start getting ones that are like revealing any plot, I'm. I'm I know. Out. I don't. I don't want to see anymore. I just want to go in completely cold and ready to see it because it's gonna be great. I think I'm gonna get a Star Wars tattoo before that happens, before that goes, so I'll have it ready. That's a good plan. Yeah. Let's get Star Wars tattoos. Let's go get. Yeah. Let's go get. Let's go get drunk on Star Burritos and then get Star Wars. Oh, tattoos. let's do it. Yeah. That sounds like a great time. We'll, I really we'll be podcasting the whole time we do it. Yeah, exactly. I want, I want like, I want one that's like a. It looks like the old style, like sailor tattoos, but it's Star Wars. Have you seen those? Yeah. There's some really good yeah. ones. I want something like that. It's a good call. Oh God. I don't know what I get. Oh God. And I, I have some video I'll show you later. Um, if I can, if I can condense it down to a good enough little reel, I'll put it up on the website so everyone can check it out. Um. There's some great little like Harrison Ford jokes and stuff, and it was just like, man, oh, it was I want to fucking... see Harrison Ford jokes. Yeah, I know. It was like fucking having, oh god, it was like having Han Solo up fuck there. You. Fuck you. And they, and you know what's funny is like, oh my god, fuck you. You know, consi- <laughs> considering, you know, considering that they've been around since with the first seventy seven, seventy seven, right? So, you know, you gotta think about it this way. They were probably working on it in like seventy six, seventy five, or something. Yeah. And so since then until now, two thousand fifteen. You imagine how much they must, how much Star Wars has ruled their entire existence. Yeah. We I'm also, sure. I mean, factor in, in two years, we're at the 40th anniversary of Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. And so, and, and what's what's interesting to me about it is when they go up there in front of the Comic Con crowd, they're still playing into these characters, you know. And it's awesome. Oh, Peter Mayhew was in the crowd too. He he came up and you know he's you know he's waved to the people. They kind of wheeled him in. Um, but he's gonna be chewing this one too. He better be. Yeah, and so, um, but yeah, it's it's amazing that they still like, you know, um, I forget what what Harrison Ford. Oh, you, you know, uh, Mark Hamill said something. He's like, I'm just glad I won't have to be going to the Tashi station, station to pick up some power converters. <laughs> and I'm like, that is fucking awesome. <laughs> you know, it's like. These little jokes and stuff that you're like, oh my god, that's the joke He's I would have made. Forty years to make that yeah, joke. I know. Exactly. You better be on it. Exactly. So yeah, it was it was a great time. I, you know, I saw a clip with Oscar Isaac talking about meeting Harrison Ford, and he says the trick to the whole thing is, uh, it's not real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's yeah, I was like, oh, that sounds great. Yeah, I know. And you know, he, they uh, they each have their own little stories about meeting him and stuff, and. I'm like, God damn! I just, I just want to be I part of one that. One of that stories. I just want to be part of that. I'm like, dude, JJ, let, I just want to be. Oh, they're showing the little behind the scenes things. I'm just like, I just want to be there. I would give anything to be there. I would give both kidneys so I could be there for approximately, th- you know, two hours while my entire immune system shut down and I died. But I would die happy. Oh my god! But yeah, Star Wars: The Force Awakens this Christmas. It's gonna be fucking awesome. Um, I have full and complete faith in what they're doing, and that's it. That's all I have to say about that. Oh, they also announced a new Wolverine movie, Old Man Logan. Old Man Logan. Yeah. But anyway, Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah, I think Old Man Logan will be cool. It should be. Yeah, it should be, be a fun time, uh, depending on how they do it. I yeah. mean, we should try to do a. We should try to do a midnight like the real like Star Wars is coming out. Oh, we're definitely yeah. It's coming out Christmas Eve or Christmas, yeah. so we got to do a Christmas Eve midnight fucking thing. We should try to podcast during a line. Yeah, we'll have to see how that works. I mean, yeah, I gotta go see that. Like, yeah, but how? 
you think people are going to camp out like crazy? Well, they're opening an Alamo draft house around the corner from my house. What the fuck? Yeah, down on 22nd Admission. Oh, man, I've and heard, so I I've heard it, such great things. I have, and I figure if it's op- it'll be open in time for this. So I figure that I wouldn't be surprised if that's like the first big thing they do. Yeah. So that would be – and it's around the corner from my house. So. Yeah, we'll see. Well, as it gets closer and we see what the ticket situation is, we'll try something. Maybe we can do another uh, contest for tickets or something. But We'll do something. We have to have someone participate. We have four months. Yeah, exactly. We have time to plan it out. Um, you know, guys. Hey, pay the. Let's just play the pay it forward game. Um, you know, if you like the podcast, tell two friends. You know. Yeah, and that's one thing. Uh, that's what we'll leave you with is um, we do appreciate everyone listening to the podcast. Um, but yeah, tell your friends. You know, and I feel like just you telling talking about Star Wars has just made us very like sentimental and somber. I and know. Now we're just being like we're real yeah. guys. This is real time. This is real. This this got really real for me. Like reliving Comic Con. Got me a little I hate choked you up. So much right now. And I loved it. And I loved it so much. It's nothing but envy. And um, but yeah, you know we uh we love doing the show, but we do always want to grow it, get it bigger. So tell your friends next time you're listening to the podcast. Podcast, tell a stranger about it. Tell your friends. Um, we do appreciate all the all the little uh, comments we get back on iTunes and on Facebook. Uh, but we'd like to see more of them. We love you guys participating. Um, thank you all five people for taking the survey about what, what you liked and didn't like about five, five. That's I, better than I thought. Right. Yeah. And you know, what's funny is like, is like four of the five wanted more people, more audience participation. Well, so I mean, you know, sorry, but, uh, no one likes to participate, but yeah, you know, tell us your thoughts, what you think. Uh, we always love to hear from you guys and we love keeping up with the, uh, the Facebook and all the, all the uh, Twitter and all that yeah. Instagram chats. Oh, and I should. Uh, I normally don't plug it because I just assume that it's. it's Ooh, it's, shameless, shameless promotions. Yeah. Um. This Wednesday, uh, July twenty second at uh, Piano Fight downtown. We're doing. Uh, don't watch the show live. It is uh, Bert Devitri's last show with us. Oh uh, yeah. And then we're gonna take a month off, and it's potentially the last. Don't watch the show for a while. So Whoa. this is gonna be not a show to miss. It's gonna be a really good one. It's eight o'clock Wednesday, the twenty second. Cool. Is it because Bert's like a, a driving force in it, or just trying Bert to... started the group, and so he came up with the name and everything. So we're, I mean, we we're not we're gonna keep doing. We just we're we're taking a month off to figure out what we're gonna do. Um, but Wait, it might be something different. Change the name or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. We'll check that out. Uh, don't watch the show live, July twenty second, Wednesday. Piano fight. Piano fight. Do they have piano? Uh... No. Okay. It's really weird. I went to a dueling piano bar in uh, San Diego. It was it was a hoot. It was a hoot of a time. I would hope. It was great. Dueling they, pianos are fun. They played some. Uh, we we requested some silly silly songs, and they played all of them. Really? Yeah, they played. Uh, I didn't even say really there. I said Willie. 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 Yep. They played. Uh, you don't have to fuck her hard by Tenacious D. Fuck her gently. Fuck yeah. her gently. Yeah. And then they played uh, Thousand Miles by uh, what's her name. The chick. I would Making my way downtown. Yeah, so that was great. Um, but yeah, good times. Uh, but, but yeah, we do appreciate all of our listeners. Um, keep them coming. Keep your suggestions coming. Um, and we'll try to get something going for Star Wars. But... Uh, you know, uh, let us know. Let us know what sh- what kind of things you would want to do. If we want to do a group thing or if we want to do a contest, we are open to suggestions, but we'll make something happen. 
We, we do this for you. Tell us what we can do. We sure do. For, for you. And the only thing I ask in return is if you buy something on Amazon, buy it through nerdswithfriendspodcast.com because that helps pay for this. Because it helps. It helps, yeah. And it doesn't take much to pay for a month of podcast. Just uh, you know, flat screen TV or uh, you know, or a refrigerator. Just one of those. We'll we'll put fuel in the fuel in the old jet tanks for a while. For like three days. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It helps out a lot. Anything you want to buy, books, music, CDs. I just bought a book on there. Uh, Monster Party by Lizzie Acker. If you haven't read it, check it out. Very, very good. That book actually changed my life. Oh. It's weird. Okay. But it's not like it's not like a it's not like chicken soup for the soul. It's just like short stories. But it, it changed You're like are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. No, nah, it's not it's not even deep. It's just like it it changed my perception of what short stories could be. Ah. Okay. Very good. Very good. And I lost my copy that was signed by her. Uh I I lent it to someone and they never gave it back. Oh fuck that guy. Yeah, so if you have that, give it back. But anyway, thank you, Seamus, for uh, sticking by me and you letting me get, thank a, you, Cody. get a little sentimental <laughs> over here when we talk Star Wars. There's nothing I love more than Star Wars, and I was, and it was, it was a good time, good time. But anyway, uh, thank you to all of our listeners. We, we wish uh, Christian the best in all of his uh, family stuff. So uh, ho- hope he uh, ho- hope for the best for him. I guess. Yeah. Hope to see you back here soon. Hello. Yeah, we'll have him uh, back as soon as he gets back. But to, again, to all of our listeners, and remember, uh, you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you, and may the force be with you. Jeff Goldblum! <laughs>